0: Hello and welcome to the brief news brief podcast where we keep you up to date on the storylines that matter throughout the week. I'm your host, Isaac Lopez, and this show is presented by the Life Given Radio. We've got a really jam-packed show today to get to with so many headlines that we are pulling from uh, our briefings throughout the week. So uh, at this point, you might have seen the Friday morning briefing we put out October 1. Um, we also put out two other newsletters Monday and Wednesday, and you can find that on the Life Given Network, the uh, blog site. And that's where you can stay up to date on even more storylines and more stories that matter as we help you weed through the clutter of the age of information. So uh, continue to use that as a tool. Uh, If you enjoy this show, or any of the shows that TLG Radio has to offer, please share this show with uh, your friends, with your family. Uh, We really do want to grow this show and grow this uh, uh, consortium of podcasts. Uh, And and you all are the uh, ways that we're going to be able to do that. So if you think that the quality is good enough, Go ahead and share the show and share what you think. Let us know. Um, uh, let it, feel free to let us know as much as you want in uh, reviews of the show. And you can do that on Apple Podcasts or join our, our Facebook group at the Life Given Radio Conversation on Facebook, obviously. So he, as you can tell by the headlines, we're going to talk about three things. Parallel economies, life after America and Afghanistan, and National Coffee Day. And really, that's just a funny story I want to throw in here. We did report on this uh, two days ago. Today is now International Coffee Day. Uh, and I, I just had a, an interaction with some of you who followed the briefing uh, that um, I just wanted to share with the rest of you, if you did not see it on Facebook. So uh, headline after headline came out this week discussing and reporting the, the wedge that has been driven into the labor market and into the economy, which I think will uh, spring loose another economy, uh, another set of uh, just a completely different labor market than the one that we have right now, potentially. I will, I will uh, qualify that with potentially, I think, that this is the fallout of that. Of this wedge, and and this is a topic that I've seen circulating in the last few days and maybe in the last couple of weeks. Um, but I wanted to use the evidence of headlines from a variety of different spheres and outlets, um, including Reuters, ESPN, New York Post, and the Blaze, um, Inside Higher Ed. All of these. Uh, Outlets are starting to report on this wedge that's been driven into the labor market. And you might have guessed it at this point, and that is uh, vaccine mandates that companies are putting into effect. And whatever your stance is on the vaccine, uh, I just want to point out that this is a likely fallout of the vaccine mandates that your company might be putting in place, that your government, your local government might be putting in place. Um, And we're seeing different pushbacks and all of that, and we actually reported on one of those pushbacks in, I think, Arkansas in the briefing for October 1st, um, which which drops separately from this podcast. So keep all that in mind. This is not me trying to make a grandiose statement, this is just me trying to think ahead based off of the facts, based off of what is going on. So here are some of the headlines from the briefing that we covered throughout the week, but I just want to highlight for you. The Biden administration, according to The Blaze, thinks that U.S. service members who refuse to comply with the military's COVID-19 vaccine mandate should be subjected to the potential of a dishonorable discharge now whether or not this is happening this is language that is being used by the white house and just like reports in the past about how if you have if you are a company with over 100 employees you will be required to vaccinate those 100 employees just like that Language probably wouldn't um, succeed in court. It certainly is having its effect as vaccination rates are going up, since companies are taking that word uh, by just from um, by word of mouth, taking on that pressure. Now, there are some places that are having to flex a little bit because of how intense. Um, The fallout has been from what the White House has said. Uh, According to the New York Post, uh, uh, the city's teachers, uh, New York City's teachers and principal unions, have called on Mayor Bill de Blasio to push back Monday's deadline for the Department of Education to get vaccinated. And uh, because as uh, of this, of that report, when the New York Post reported on that, there were still twenty-eight thousand people on staff in New York City that had not yet been vaccinated. But that hasn't stopped uh, certain uh, hospital systems uh, and airlines from completely uh, firing people based off of their vaccination status. We'll get there in a minute. But the in-between is uh, (laughs) that um, you're denied the religious ex- exemption so you might get the vaccine so therefore you you will get it um, and that's where andrew wiggins comes into play a, a super a great basketball player um, in the nba plays for the golden state warriors was denied his request for religious ex- ex- exemption from the COVID 19 vaccine by the nba because of california's stringent um, stringent vaccine mandates so uh, that was denied, and um, that will, that uh, is just a step toward if Andrew Wiggins decided to refuse, he would be much like these workers in this hospital system um, that serves four states uh, who refused the vaccine um, and is being let go on, as of last Monday, I believe. And that was 175 of those according to the Epoch Times. Uh, And then United Airlines took up the cry and is set to terminate 593 as of, I think it was Thursday or Wednesday, 593 workers for refusing the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, there are a number of articles that are coming out that says it's not that big of a deal. Not many companies are letting uh, unvaccinated workers go. Don't worry, this is not a big thing. But people are... Like, the fact of the matter is that people are still being fired because of their vaccination status. And that's, that's the crazy thing. And it's starting to drive this new job board. Um, put together actually locally here in um, Moscow, Idaho, uh, a local uh, businessman, Andrew Krappushets has had an interview with Fox Business recently and uh, told them that he was running a job board that specifically goes out of its way to uh, encourage people who just want to work regardless of politics and regardless of their vaccination status, who just want to work to connect with companies like-minded in that way. And they're not going to evaluate your vaccination status. You can't go on, and Andrew, actually, Andrew Krappyfetz actually was quoted for saying that he he wouldn't uh, uh, allow a company to say only unvaccinated people can work here because that's not exactly what he wants, he wants the, uh, person who comes to apply for a job in a company who posts a job site, uh, a, a job opening, to just evaluate based off of the person's work ethic and the value and uh, the contribution they would bring to that company. And that's that job board is called Red Balloon, and that was mentioned in today's briefing if you want to follow it, or you can just follow the link to the show notes on the blog. So, so... We're now seeing, it's so quick how the labor market has been uh, spinning in the last uh, three and a half months. So really since we've come out of lockdowns, how quickly it's spun out. And uh, we're seeing this vaccine mandate by companies just exacerbate it further because we've seen high levels of unemployment. Uh, sorry, we've seen a high um, amount of uh, uh, job openings, I think to the tune of 11 million open jobs, and yet there are still millions of people unemployed. How is that happening? And uh, while these big questions are being asked about our economy, you throw this uh, patty on the grill, if you will, uh, and it's getting severely burnt, and we'll see what the fallout is, right? That is that is just... Um, just the state that we're living in. So be prepared for that, um, and uh, continue to follow along the briefing to see the outcome of this storyline. Now, I I want to continue on to uh, a storyline that we've covered for for a long time, and that is America and Afghanistan, or America's pullout of uh, Afghanistan. Now we're starting to see life after America in Afghanistan. And this is really just to uh, a comparison of the two cultures. And that was the thing that I wanted to drive home in previous uh, takes where I gave my own opinion, um, that these two cultures are so distinct that it's so difficult to take America's government and America's way of doing things and uh, inter- ject that and um, uh, l- overlay the Afghani way of doing things. And here's a couple headlines to back that up. From Inside Higher Ed, uh, the newly installed, and this is a direct quote, the newly installed Chancellor of Kabul University in Afghanistan announced Monday that women would be indefinitely banned from teaching at or attending the institution. And here's another one, straight from the Daily Beast. Hundreds of female Afghan judges have been forced into hiding as members of the Taliban and other convicted criminals seek revenge for being sent away to prison. Quote, I have received more than 20 threatening phone calls from former inmates who have now been released. One woman, identified only as Judge Sana, told the BBC, end quote. So here are two radically different societies. And one of those things that are very different from each other is the treatment of women. And that's all I'm gonna say on that. Let's close with this. National Coffee Day, Um, uh, (laughs) I uh, mentioned it in a briefing on Wednesday, which was the 29th of September. And then I posted about it Wednesday afternoon and then shared a post Thursday talking about here's some quick facts, you know, at Starbucks, it's their 50th anniversary, uh, six out of 10 Americans drink coffee or maybe a six out of 10, um, People worldwide. The other fact is that it's International Coffee Day, a lesser known holiday or holiday in air quotes. Um, but I posted that and uh, a couple people posted, uh, commented back on that post saying, Man, I wish I had known. <laughs> and um, here's my quick plug. If you, uh, in one of them, actually, before I get to the quick plug, was in line at Starbucks. And uh, he, he missed out on his free coffee by 24 hours or so. And here's my plug. If you listen to the Brief News Brief podcast, if you keep up with our uh, every other day briefing during the work week, you may just save money or you may just get free coffees. How about that for a plug? Um, anyway, I'm going to close the show there. Let me know your thoughts. Reach out to me with a tip, with a thought on a story, whether you want to get on air and discuss it with me um, at thebriefnewsbrief at gmail.com. Um, until next Friday, remember who the real enemy is, Ephesians 6:12. God bless, and I will speak with you next week.